Hey, what's up, guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today, I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. All right, so this is Bill Brower with FMBA Nation. We're coming to you live from the Serve Pro Studios here in Rawway, New Jersey. I got a really cool episode today for you guys, uh, being joined by Fred Moore. Fred is an Elizabeth captain, just got promoted. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Elizabeth Local 209. Uh, Fred is also the host of Steel Mace Nation podcast, um, and you are a certified personal trainer, uh, certified Steel Mace. Steel Mace coach, yeah. Coach. And uh, you're running some classes uh, down in the uh, Monmouth County area? Yeah, Jersey Shore area between uh, Asbury Park and, and Titten Falls area. But yeah. I kind of go uh, you know, further out beyond that, do personal training and stuff like that. I'll go anywhere pretty much to show people how to swing a mace. Yeah, cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, how'd you get started in the fire service, first and foremost? How long have you been on the job? Uh, I just started my 16th year this okay. January. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. And uh, I started in 2004. Um, <clears throat> I did sit on the list for quite a while. There was like a, a long period where I sat on the list for close to five years. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was hired. So I took I took the test in, in you know, I was when I was my 20s. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get hired until I was 30. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So I've been, and then prior to that, I was working on trying to get hired other places, just yeah. taking tests and learning what to do and networking a little bit right. and just, you know, doing what I had to do. Right. And you just got made captain uh, about a month ago. Yes, sir. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you look like you're really not in shape at all. So how, how long have you been in the uh, fitness uh, world, so to speak? Like when did you get started with that? And well, I actually, uh, got started when I was 19 for mm -hmm. sure. Like that's like, I was, you know, as a teenager, I just did whatever played sports, right. but nothing much. I didn't put any thought to it. But when I was 19 years old, I hurt my back mm -hmm. uh, lifting a table up. At, I had a stock room job and uh, it was a sciatic injury, you know, the pain right yeah. down the leg, 19 years old. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. It ruined my summer. I mean, you know, now I was 19, so I bounced back pretty quickly, but, uh, I went to a chiropractor. He was probably like in his thirties, and uh, he just said to me, "Like, what are you doing with yourself, man? Like, you're you're a wreck." And I'm like, "I am." And he's like, "Yeah, you're you're like you're weak. Your muscles aren't working. You're only." I'm like, "It's basically 19 years old. What are you talking about?" <laughs> he's backhanding me, like yeah. proverbially, like just what are you doing? He said, "You you got to work out." He goes, "That injury that you have, all all you did was you, it backed off, but mm -hmm. it's always going to be there." And I was like, I don't ever want to go through that again. So I joined the gym. Mm -hmm. I got a personal trainer to show me what to do. The, the chiropractor told me what to do. I listened to him. And uh, I, I just started working out. And it, I started moving better, feeling better. 
And what do you think? A young guy putting on 15 pounds of muscle, uh, feeling more confident about himself. What do you think happens next? Mm. A couple of the ladies that I was <laughs> trying to hook up with all of a sudden want to hook up with me. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't do much damage in that department, but I did enough that made me feel good. Yeah. Uh, but then, as time went on, uh, I started to realize I had, you know, uh, other reasons to do it. And, yeah. And uh, when I started training to get in shape for getting through the the um, the entrance to yeah, get on the fire department, yeah, uh, I started to have a mission. Like, oh, this is like my training is to get me into a career that right. I want to do. So. The mission was the, the thing and having that as my motivation really enhanced it. Uh, and I kept going deeper and deeper. And I'm the type of person where if there's something I'm passionate about, I start to nerd out over it. So back in those days, it was go to Barnes and Noble and just books, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. just open up books and read. Finally, uh, the internet comes along yeah. and you're on, you know, we could go on the internet to do just about anything. Anything. There's plenty of fitness stuff, even back then. And, uh, you know, all the magazines and everything. And I learned how to train a lot of it, like bodybuilder style, mm -hmm. which when you're young is okay. But as you get older, you start to realize you could be built, beating the crap out of yourself. Yeah. And uh, so as time went on, I started to uh, delve deeper and develop, you know, techniques and styles of, of lifting that worked for somebody in the fire service. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the big things was learning that you can't burn the candle at both ends. Mm -hmm. Coming off shift, you know, you maybe slept three hours. Right. What are you gonna do? Go to the gym now and do like like drop sets and no. heavy deadlifts and stuff. Your body just can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Maybe when you're young it can, maybe you think you're indestructible, but it will catch it's up. Catch up. And it did. It caught up to me uh, a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like an old man. And I said, what? I'm tired. I'm beat up. I'm sore. The lack of sleep and everything. So I started to look deeper. Well, how can I do fitness in a way that's going to um, make me feel better and move better? So just being cognizant of the fact that stepping out of the firehouse and being on three hours of sleep, I'm not going to be able to train that way. So what can I do? So I started to find ways to do it that were less stress on your central nervous system mm -hmm. things that actually put you in a, a more laid back state not something that's going to ramp me up yeah you know so um that was like moving with using bands and stuff like that mm -hmm. very hard workouts but um the demand on my central nervous system was low so i started to learn how to move better and then i discovered the steel mace and that was about a year ago. Yeah, tell us about this. So, so I, I, I first was introduced to Steel Mace. My, uh, my wife, um, she's a gym rat. She's, you know, she goes to the gym constantly every day. Um, I try to, you know, as much as I can between work and everything else, kids and life. Um, but one of our our friends is a trainer uh, down there, and uh, he started this weekend uh, kind of fitness group at a park, and he brought one of these steel maces to the mm -hmm. park. And we started doing some minor things, you know, like stabbing at somebody like this motion and then overhead and all that stuff. And I was like, what is this? This is, you know, this is like medieval, right. like medieval stuff here. What are we doing? So tell, tell us about the steel mace and, and um, you know, how you use it and what, what, you know, what it entails and go, go into it. Yeah, I would love to. So there's a lot that could be said. 
The shorter version is that the steel mace was once a weapon of war, mm -hmm. and it's now a weapon for fitness. And um, the it's like the medieval ages, you know, a weapon that actually turned out better than a sword mm -hmm. in most cases. Uh, if if you looked, it was like a favorite weapon of a lot of people back then. In uh, in the Middle East, there was these rush wrestlers, and they figured out how to use a mace. It was very simple. One thing that they did, uh, long stick with a rock on the end, heavy as hell. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, we're wrestling now, right? So that flip where you pull somebody over your shoulder, yeah, it was to mimic that. Gotcha. So it all was was get the hands behind the head. It swings uh, like a pendulum. It come, it runs out of momentum up here, and then they pull it over. Gotcha. And that's the flip. Yeah. And then they send it back. Gotcha. And that's the way it remained for like fifteen hundred years. Yeah. Nothing changed. Then a wrestler by the name of Jake Shannon. This is about ten years ago, twelve years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a a wrestler guy. Uh, he encountered a dude in like england or something mm -hmm. who was swinging one of these and he's like he started swinging it and he felt how good it was for his shoulders and his back and he's this is great i'm gonna make i'm gonna mass produce these and sell them in the united states so he comes back to the u.s and he can't make them out of wood because they're too expensive right so he goes with metal mm -hmm. and somehow the handle got a little shorter mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden there's a steel mace which is about 33 inches long and most people are using a 10 pound weight gotcha and the handle got a little fatter it just kind of mutated yeah and it was a good mutation because it, it opened up the doors for steel mace now the traditional stuff is still out there there's okay. there's individuals like rick brown who swing these like heavy long ones and that's all he does is just these heavy swings but new things came along because of the the, the adaptation of the handle mm -hmm. And Steel Mace Flow was born. And that's a guy named Leo Savage, who was an MMA fighter, kickboxer type guy. And uh, he was working out with like sledgehammers. And yeah. when he found this Steel Mace, he said, oh, this is better. So he developed Flow. And Flow is sort of like cross between martial arts and yoga. Okay. And I only, it's hard to describe. So yeah. that's the best I could do. Uh, but the movement patterns are, can be, like I said earlier, good on your central nervous system mm -hmm. so you're not beating yourself up but it's strict form right so you get a very good workout when you pay attention to form 100 you know when you go to the gym you see guys throwing around a lot of heavy weight yeah nine times out of ten they got terrible form. form and once you tell them to use good form they can't move that way yeah even with push-ups yeah anybody could drop down and do 20 push-ups but now have them do strict where the bellies aren't sagging mm -hmm. they're squeezing their glutes they're, you know, their elbows are tucked in properly. They might do five, Yeah. you know, and they're sweating yeah. and they're breathing heavy. Yeah. So it's, it's like form changes the game. Right. And um, so the steel mace flow really tied in with what I was starting to experience with bands and, and proper movement practice mm -hmm. and like, kind of like healing, healing my body. Yeah. You know? And uh, I noticed I, I could do it at the firehouse, especially coming back from a fire, kind of wound up, I could bring myself down. Sure. You know, but I could also do it in the morning and not do a hard workout. You know how sometimes- Where you're shot for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. So it's it's all, it's very good for stress management. Mm -hmm. But then I start to discover it, I kind of like, it back feeds that you could go heavy, 
you could do athletic style. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is endless. So I went out and I got certified from the flow people. I got certified from the athletic ballistic style. Um, I got uh, certified from the people that know how to swing heavy. And I was like, I want to know it all because mm -hmm. this is something I think I could deliver to the fire department yeah. to help people. Mm -hmm. And I started to figure out like cool workouts that you could do with them. And I did bring a mace. Nice. Let's check it out. Hey guys, Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about ServPro of Central Union County in Western Essex County. These guys are a trusted leader in the restoration industry. They provide 24-hour residential commercial services with highly trained restoration technicians. They're a locally owned and operated business, and they're dedicated to being faster to any size disaster with the training, equipment, and expertise to handle your restoration and cleaning needs. Some of the things that they cover are water damage restoration, fire damage restoration, mold remediation, storm damage restoration, cleaning services, and building services, to name a few. These guys understand the stress and worry that comes with a fire or water damage and the disruption it causes to your life and home or business, and their goal is to help minimize the interruption to your life and quickly make it like it never even happened. Our friends over there, Carl Spinner and Bob Morrison. Carl has over 25 years of experience in the industry. Bob Morrison has over 35 years of service industry sales experience. So don't hesitate to give them a call. You can reach them at 908-233-7070. This particular mace is adjustable. It's, it's uh, called ADEX, A-D-E-X. And um, the maker of this is in Florida. And basically, if you look at it, it's just a long handle with a weight on the end. Mm -hmm. And this weight is adjustable. So this is five pounds. Gotcha. Okay. And this handle is six pounds. Gotcha. So I add this on, and then you can keep adding on weight. Yeah. All right. So you could go heavier. So for instance, uh, I had this up to 30 pounds. And we were doing like low belly crawls right uh on the beach right. one day and everybody had to grab the, the the fat end of it and we pretended it was a hose gotcha you know so like you're dragging like a, a two and a half inch hose yeah. right something like that but the other thing too is if you want to learn uh, a 360 swing where it goes behind your head you you, you take the weight off you mm -hmm. start light because again we're paying attention to form, form. Mm -hmm. and then once you learn the skill you add the weight once you add the weight, it starts turning into a hell of a workout. Yeah. And before you know it, with something like this, you could be swinging 30 pounds for 10 minutes. And then when you walk away, the benefits that you feel right away mm -hmm. are opening of the shoulders, right? Your, your shoulders come back, right? Right. Today's society, everybody's rolling forward. Oh, I'm a sloucher real bad. Slouching is, mm -hmm. is it's, it's called upper cross syndrome. The shoulders roll forward, the head comes forward, and we just slouch and we turn into a question mark. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, bench pressing, it actually makes that worse. Gotcha. Because you're rolling everything forward. Mm -hmm. Now, I like to bench press, but I started to have pain in my neck and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was all because of that forward roll. So doing a 360 where you're swinging it behind your head, opens your shoulders up, and it gets your... You're back upright mm -hmm. and everything opens up. Right. And 
Now, when I bench press, I do 360s in between sets gotcha. to counterbalance. Yeah. Because everything we do in life is training. Yep. And no matter what. If you just sit in a couch all day, you're actually trained. You're training your body to sit in a couch. That's it. <laughs> now, a lot of people listening are going to say, yeah, that's my kind of training. Right. But you got to think about you're, you're developing your body into that, into that, that mold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we sit around a lot, even firefighters do, you know, no. <laughs> or we lay a lot, right. whatever. But we're constantly know, working people. We are. It's nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> it's nonstop. But think about it. When we go fight a fire, yeah. right? What's, what are we doing to our bodies? We're not, we're not really paying attention to our form when we're humping a hose no. and stuff. It's kind of hard to do that. Mm -hmm. And all we're doing is uh, reinforcing any bad movement patterns that we already yeah. have. Muscle imbalances that are typical are like weak posterior chains. So basically we're talking about your ass, your hamstrings, your hips. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that is a common thing for most of society. But if you're sitting around a lot, that's, that's your enemy because your posterior chain is weakening. When that happens, you overcompensate using other parts of your body, mm -hmm. quads, uh, knees start to have problems. Typical injury in the fire department is knees, yep. right? ankles, ankles, mm -hmm. shoulders, mm -hmm. back. So essentially you, when you fight a fire, you're, you're just doing whatever you got to do to get the job done. Yep. And it's always in an awkward position with a tank on your back mm -hmm. in cramped conditions. You can't see too well or at all. And, um, you know, you're, you're doing it at a high adrenal state. Your heart rate is pumped. Yeah. So how do we train ourselves so we can move better? You want to, you want to be able to, you want to be able to train in a way that you train your body so that you understand what part of your body you're using. Mm -hmm. So instead of grabbing a hose, gripping it and yanking it up the stairs so the nozzle can move forward and using your bicep to do it, which is weak, mm -hmm. you're using your back. Yeah. And how are you doing that? By cranking down on the hose, just a little twist, exposing your elbow pit up will activate your lat. Mm -hmm. Now you pull with your back muscle. Mm -hmm. If you set yourself up to win, you're gonna win. Yeah. But if you're operating from a state of just do whatever you gotta do, you're gonna fatigue quick, could tear a bicep tendon. Sure. I don't know. I've seen a lot of those around the fire department. Yeah. A lot of guys' bicep tendons go, and then you gotta get surgery. Um, so overloading that bicep, pulling a hose, you know, or jumping out a window if you, if, you know, you have to bail out. Um, we had a guy, you know, tear his bicep tendon in training. Doing right. That. So basically, how we use our bodies, yeah. we're teaching ourselves with the mace proper form. And you know what? Everybody wants to be strong. I want to be strong. I want to lift a lot of weight. Well, you got to start from a level of stability, mm -hmm. right? Your joints have to be stable. You have to learn how to stack your joints underneath each other, right? If you're not lining them up right, then you're, you're leaking. You're leaking energy. Yeah. And you're putting stress. Yep. Um, so learning how to move your body in the most efficient way. And, you know, as you become an older fireman and you're getting beat up a lot, you know, finding a way to fix that is worth its weight in gold. And if you want to be stronger, that's where you start yeah. from a level of stability and body awareness. Mm -hmm. So 
I consider myself, uh, yes, I, I'm a steel mace coach. Mm-hmm. Um, very passionate about it. But I consider myself more a movement specialist than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And we talked about, you know, um, the concept of becoming a tactical athlete, right? You uh, you had written something up, and uh, that's soon to come for all you listening. We've got uh, some really good stuff coming out of FMBA Nation on the website. We've got some, some uh, guest speakers, uh, guest writers that are going to be writing some really cool and, and good content uh, for you guys to consume out there, one of which is an article that Fred had uh, just written recently called, uh, what's, you know, what is a tactical athlete, a tactical athlete. Uh, touch on that a little bit. You know, what is a tactical athlete? Why should we consider ourselves tactical athletes as firefighters, first responders, you know, people that are constantly putting ourselves in a, um, in, in, in an environment which requires us to maintain uh, physical form and physical fitness um, touch on that for me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so remember earlier when I said, when I was uh, working out and I found the mission, mm-hmm. my mission was to work out so I could get on the job. Yeah. So that's kind of like how tactical athlete came to me. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset. That, right. You know, at the end of the day, we're just moving and taking care of our bodies. All right. But rather than just say that, which sounds kind of lame because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that is a lame way to describe it. Come on, man. We're we're firemen. We're fighting fires. Mm-hmm. Let's take this to the next level so that we could get our perspective in order here. Tactical athlete, like we do an athletic event. Mm-hmm. Okay. People are watching us. People expect results and you want to go home. So let's really make this something and not just be so nonchalant. I'm a tactical athlete because I choose to be one. Um, you know, a tactical athlete basically came out of the military, you know, mm-hmm. the military was like, well, why do you guys get hurt? So they do a lot of studies and they bring in experts and it's like, well, they get hurt because overuse and, and weaknesses and things like that. And it was determined that the best thing to, to do is have this concept of a tactical athlete where your lifestyle is built the same way your favorite athlete of a football team, you know, like what, think about what they do. Yeah. You know, their goal is to get out on the field and kick and, ass and perform yeah. and perform. So they're what they do beforehand and after is, is what's important. Right. So all the training, the diet, the sleep and recovery, mm-hmm. it's the same stuff that we should be paying attention to. You know, unfortunately we're not going to get paid as much as what those guys <laughs> get paid. Right. Yeah. You know, unless maybe somebody in the union could, uh, do a better job. I don't President know. Donnelly? <laughs> no, just, just joking. Just, just joking. joking. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it, they have so much money coming in mm-hmm. that they could afford to do this. And, and in you know, people put money as a high stake, you know, yeah. but really, at the end of the day, our health and coming home. I right. Mean, what's more important? Our lives, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not playing for a trophy. We're, no. we're playing, you know, for... Uh, you know, our lives and the lives of others. Exactly. I mean, that's the biggest trophy you could play for. Right. You know? That's it. It's, it's, and it's um, above and beyond anything money can say. So that's what we're doing. And so uh, other, there's outfits out there that are already jumped in on this tactical athlete thing. And again, it's just a way of phrasing something. You could call it what you want. I choose to make it bigger. Yeah. I like the, know? I like the terminology. I mean, I like the concept and, 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 and trying to relate to what that actually means. I think it's, you know, I think it's perfect for uh, the fire service, for the police service, you know, 
EMTs, you know, yeah. can consider themselves, you know, as much uh, as much as people might not realize or understand as an EMT, you know, going out on calls, the, the lifting that you have to do right. with, with patients and all that stuff, you could, you know, you could really hurt yourself if you're not doing it properly with the proper form, proper techniques. So, um, you know, I agree with you 100%. You got to really consider yourself a, a tactical athlete or an athlete uh, in general uh, when it comes to these types of job duties and performances. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I don't want to get controversial or anything like that, you know, because guys are set in their ways. I get that. Mm -hmm. And you'll see, it. you know, guys been on the job for a while. They're still doing the job. Yeah. They're still doing it. Yeah. And so they're going to say, I don't need that shit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I could do it. But let's just, again, let's look at your favorite sports team. Mm -hmm. All right. If everybody on the Yankees was out the night before, drinking whiskey and eating pizza, mm -hmm. are they going to play better the next day? Right, unless it's the 20s in your Babe Ruth. <laughs> that's, that's the only, <laughs> the only argument you can make. That's it. But other than that, yeah. the answer is no. Right. You know that. And you, if you see a player and he's not performing and you see in the gossip news that he's like, you know, dating like um, uh, a stripper from Florida <laughs> and you just kind of tie it together. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he's hanging out with her a little right. too much. He's right. staying up too late. So <laughs> just pointing that. mentally not in the game. <laughs> right. Right. You just, you're just not quite there. Yeah. So that's all I'm trying to say yeah. is if you're thinking you're able to do your job. Okay. You know, but. If you got a better night's sleep, if you paid attention to your diet and you just, you know, we don't have to live like monks. No. You know, enjoy yourself, you know, have, have your pizza and everything. I eat pizza too. I eat Oreos mm -hmm. the other day. Okay. It's, Red velvet, my favorite. They're banging. Oh, man. They're banging. You know, and the, the problem is... It, the whole box is gone. Gone. That's that's what that's what the problem. Give me a half gallon of milk and a box of red velvet Oreos. And I yeah. sit there all day, hate it. And you can do that, you mm -hmm. know, as long as you don't do it every day. Right. And then maybe the next day, you know, put in a little extra work in the gym. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why right. not? You got more than enough time in a day, and that's another thing too. Is people say, well, they don't have time, mm -hmm. and um, you know, they or here, here's here's what they do in the fitness industry, or you'll hear this a lot. What don't you want to see your grandkids? Mm -hmm. Don't you want to see your, your daughter get married? Well, yeah, but that's such a far off goal. Mm -hmm. Us humans have a way of just kind of putting that off. Yeah, it's not a great way to, to sell fitness. So what I like to say is, okay, what's what's your family doing right now? Is your son or daughter in a sport? Let's say it's you know, you have a son and they're in wrestling, right? And you're working your part time job and you're a fireman and you don't have time. Mm -hmm. Well, How's your relationship with your kid? Yeah. Right. So how about we make it like this? How about you go to the, to the uh, store and you buy a rack of dumbbells and a bench, put it in the garage and you tell your son, Hey, you got to get fit for wrestling. I got to get fit for my job. Mm -hmm. And I'll meet you three times a week here in the gym, no phone, no TV. And me and you are going to hustle and we're going to work out together. Now you're spending quality time with your family and you're getting your workout. Yeah. Plus your kid is getting taken care right. of too with the workout. Yeah. And guess what else is going to happen? You're entering on a new journey with your kid, mm -hmm. which is going to open up your relationship. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's our relationships that matter most, not your part-time job mm -hmm. or anything like that. If you can't give up, uh, you know, a job on your part-time for to spend an hour with your kid doing something like this, that's not, that's not a good mindset. You know, um, again, I don't want to get controversial yeah, yeah. talk about, you know, people need money. I get that. But sure. There, you have to find this balance. And I'm just trying to illustrate a way 
that you could kind of kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. You could foster that relationship with your kid. They're going to look up at you a different way. Right. You can take care of yourself. You're going to feel better. You're going to move better. The job is going to be easier for mm-hmm. you as you get older. You're going to be able to keep up with the young guys. Yep. You know, and the young guys, sorry, but they got to step up too. Sure. A lot of these young guys are coming on and they're, they're, they're not that fit. Yeah. Again, I maybe I am controversial. Just no. Listen, <laughs> I, I think you, I think I think you're onto something. I yeah. mean, yeah. I don't want to beat people up, you know, but uh, it's like they, you know, the soft talk that you hear. It's okay. You can come to the gym and just do whatever you want. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta step up to the plate, you know. And um, you know, I, I I find that fitness is a gateway to a lot more than just being able to do your job it's a great way to foster relationships Mm -hmm. and um build things and it changes your mindset and that's a big thing going back to the steel mace uh no matter how you use it no matter how you train with it it forces your brain to operate a little differently because it's kind of odd it's unconventional so right. you know everybody knows what to do with a dumbbell. Yeah. They've seen it on TV. They've grabbed, everybody's grabbed a dumbbell. They know how to press it over their head. They know all the all the exercises. Uh, their form might not be good, mm-hmm. but they know what to do. But when you put a mace in their hands, they're like, "What the hell do I do with this?" Yeah. Well, I mean, look at you know, like you like you you, ta- you touched on it earlier. I mean, firefighting is unconventional. You know, in terms of the the movements that we make and the things that we do when we're pulling ceilings or, you know, humping hose or, um, you know, whatever, swinging an ax like you talked about. And, um, you know, we, we touched on this before we started sitting down and talking here, recording everything. That steel mace is, you know, right up our alley in terms of what it can be used for, what movements we can do for it and I'll do with it and, um, and kind of mimic the movements and, and the things that we do on the fire ground. Right. So, I mean, to me, you know, it's unconventional in the fitness world in terms of how we traditionally might work out and, and that kind of stuff. But in terms of our real life, it's 100% conventional. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and they're, they're relatively <clears throat> affordable. You could buy one, you could keep one in your trunk, your car. Yeah. I have a pickup truck and I drive around with a lot of maces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't mess with this guy on the parkway. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not joking. sure if a, if a class is ever going to break right. out on the side of the parkway. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you, you, yeah, they're affordable and you can bring one to the firehouse or keep one in mm-hmm. the back room. Um, I know of a fire department in Jersey where apparently they're not allowed to work out on shift. Really? Yeah. I, I don't want to say who it is, sure. but yeah. uh, they were, they were afraid of injuries. And okay. I was like, this is so counterintuitive. But I was like, you know what? If you put a mace in the back and you start swinging it and they think you're working out, you just say, no, I'm practicing for using the X on the roof. Mm -hmm. I'm training for the X, but it doesn't have a a sharp edge. So therefore it's safer to use for training. Perfect. It's just some kind of twist like that. So, you know, just to get around that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, basically the the mace is is versatile. And I always, I, I tell people that have trouble getting to their workouts, you know, they'll say, you know, I, I just don't feel motivated to work out today. I say, just go do anything. Mm-hmm. Just show up. 80% of life is showing up. Get, get to the gym or get to your workout space and start moving. Then assess yourself five, 10 minutes later, see how you feel. Nine times out of 10, you're going to feel great and you're going to continue your workout. Mm-hmm. I do that with the mace all the time. Yeah. I'm not 
I'm not like this ultra motivated guy who just like wants to work out all the time. I'm really not. I could sit around too, but I just know enough. Like uh, if I move a little bit, I bet you you'll get into it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'll, I'll grab the mace and I'll just start doing three sixties, which is the swings around the head. Mm-hmm. And it just, again, it's low impact, but it, it gives you a big benefit. Uh, you start moving the blood flow starts going. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to start training with, I'm going to do deadlifts. I'm going to squat. It's like a great way to turn the key and get the car started. Yeah. How do, uh, how do people, uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast. How do people listen to it? Is it on, uh, on Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, yeah. uh, Google, Google play store, all that stuff. All that stuff. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like I, I got to really promote the YouTube one because uh, the video is, is pretty cool. I get, you know, I, I, I get call-ins mm-hmm. from coaches from all over the place. Um, so, yeah, it's on YouTube, but you can listen to it in the car mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, uh, pretty much any audio platform. Yeah. I use a app called AntennaPod. Okay. It's an aggregate. And what you do is you just search for the podcast you want it and it plugs it into there and then mm-hmm. you could it's got a library and you could poke through all your podcasts and that's a great way to to load it load the podcast in cool. so that way you could just access it but yeah it's on all those platforms i started it back in june and um it's very nicheified you know steel mace nation mm-hmm. um but it, it's not just about steel mace and the more and more i do it it's it's i'm like the better name would have been like movement nation or something, but, uh, it's, it's a fitness podcast. And I actually, um, a little bit of a rebel against myself. I try to bring on people that have nothing to do with the steel mace, uh, mindset coaches, nutrition coaches, things like that, because I want to be able to push the boundaries and, and discuss everything fitness. Um, the steel mace is definitely the rally point mm-hmm. for it. And um, I think it's going to turn it, the fitness industry on its head. Yeah, It's just a matter of time before it continues to grow. And as one of the few steel mace coaches in New Jersey, you know, I feel like it's my obligation to be able to get out and show it to people um, because it will, it definitely help them. And yeah. so the podcast just goes along with, it's my way of voicing mm-hmm. my passion for it and, uh, and also just discussing fitness yeah. and the, the con and, and it, again, it gives me an opportunity to be a, a, a nerd or a geek because I, I have like over 50 podcasts now with people who have massive experience mm-hmm. or certifications or whatever in the fitness industry. It, it like, I'm getting like awesome, uh, advice from people yeah and i bring that into my wheelhouse because i don't ever consider myself to to be a person to stop learning and mm-hmm. i'm not i don't have an ego where i know everything as a coach i don't and i never want to the minute i i don't need you to tell me what to do i shouldn't be coaching anymore you yeah know? Because there's so many ways to skin a cat and there's so many ways. Same thing in the fire service, right? I mean. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It doesn't matter how long you've been on a job, what rank you are. uh, you got to have that white belt mentality Mm -hmm. forever learning. You could learn from the probie, you know. And that's that's a good point to just talk about briefly. We get developed and ingrained into a certain pattern and and routine. Mm -hmm. And then we, we develop a little bit of a tunnel vision. 
And then we don't see the other things just because we, this is the way we do it. This yep. is the way we do it, right? We always talk about this. 100%. Yep. The probie comes in and he's trying to tell everybody something and nobody's listening to him because what the hell does he know? Right, he's been on a job six months. What does he know? But meanwhile, that's the reason why he sees something. Yeah. Because Different every, perspective. yes, perspective. Mm -hmm. That's it. So I do that with fitness and I learned that from the fire industry to just be open-minded and don't ever think you know everything because the minute you do, you shouldn't be a fireman anymore. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I, I think uh, I think there's a lot to take away from this. And, and it's funny because the last podcast I just did was with uh, retired Deputy Chief Frank Viscuso from um, Carney. And uh, he's a big you know leadership speaker, goes around the country, talks about leadership and this and that. We talked on, you know, about education a little bit and uh, and whatnot. And he kind of had the same um, same message was, you know, you can you can learn from from anybody uh, and anybody can be a leader. You don't necessarily have to be an officer to be a leader type of thing, you know. So it's it's cool to follow up that interview with with this conversation and and kind of touch on the same things that we talked about, because I think it's um, I think it's very re relevant in the fire service and um you know, a lot of stuff you talk about with, uh, with fitness and, and form, I hope, you know, hits home to a lot of people. It, it's hit home to me. I mean, you know, you talk about <clears throat> family time and, 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 and making time between jobs. I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it. I, I work multiple jobs myself and, uh, my wife is very into fitness. So the past couple months, we've tried to make a bigger effort together to work out together, yeah. which is spending more time together, but also benefiting each other, doing something we both like to do, just, you know, carving out that little bit of time to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully if uh, people listening don't get anything else other than that aspect of, of, of this from this podcast, it's uh it's, it's a home run. Yeah. It's know? a win right there. Yeah. Yep. But uh, really cool stuff to hear what you're doing with steel mace nation. Um, definitely want to have you on more shows to talk about uh, some other things. Maybe we could touch on nutrition and, and you know, anything really. Um, so I, I really appreciate you coming on, you know, and sharing us, uh, with your experience and stories. Um, so we talked about steel mace nation podcast. They can find that on, uh, Apple Podcasts. What do they search for? Just Steel Mace Nation podcast. Yeah, I would type and, in Steel Mace Nation podcast. Okay. And the YouTube channel is also Steel same, Mace. Same yes, thing. Same thing. And gotcha. you can find me on Instagram at Steel Mace Nation. Okay. I'm also at Steel Mace Firefighter. Okay. Uh, that's my other Instagram. Um, and How about a website? You got a website? Website is SteelMaceNation.com. Okay. And uh, best way to reach out to you if anyone. Uh, wants to get in contact, you got an email address, uh, want to send them to one of those channels to direct message you? Yeah, actually, you know, I do a lot of DMing on Instagram with mm -hmm. people. Um, so you could go on one of those Instagram handles, the Steel Mace Nation or Steel Mace Firefighter, and hit me up. Uh, you could also go to um, YouTube and, you know, uh, you know, if, make a comment or something like that. Yeah. If you just want yeah. like you know, ask like a general question or whatever, and, and we could just, I could answer it to you. So everybody else could see it gotcha. that way that information is getting out to everybody. Yeah. But yeah, DM me is, is the best or hit me up on Facebook. I'm just under Frederick Moore mm -hmm. and the business page is Steel Mace Nation. Gotcha. And for those listening, watching, we'll, uh, we'll put those show, those in the show notes uh, so you can have easier access to them and, reach out to Fred. Uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, learned a lot and uh, kind of sparked a little interest in getting involved in some steel mace workouts. Yeah, man, that's my goal. It's yeah. just, to, just to spark a little interest and, and put a mace in somebody's hands just so they could see it and, and see where they take it to and take it to the next level or whatever. 
And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Uh, your studio is a great place. Um, I encourage everybody that's listening to you know stick with the podcast here fmba nation i didn't steal the name from no that's <laughs> right it's all good <laughs> i didn't steal the name it just there's it, a I, lot of nations out there yeah yeah <laughs> so but you, you get the point it's not a nation of borders it's a nation of with with borders it's a nation of people, oh, people. you know right yeah. and and uh that's really what makes a nation nation people. of people nation of passion right that's you it know? so uh i think that's there's a lot of serendipity there yeah uh so it's pretty cool yeah um anytime you want to have me back on i would love to yeah. and uh if anybody's interested in just like cool discussions about coaching or if you're just a you know if you're a fitness enthusiast and you just want to hear some geeked out talking about fitness check out my podcast uh browse through them and uh, you can even see some of the clips on my Instagram if you, you know, what finds your interest or whatever. Yeah. So cool. Thank you for having me. Appreciate right. it. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another great episode of FMBA Nation. And stay tuned for some more great content to come. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also listen on the NJ FMBA YouTube channel, as well as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and the Google Play Store. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the FMBA Nation podcast, please email us at nation at njfmba.org.